Hello, hello, my magical friends. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is Annika with Witchful Ways. And today we're going to talk about whether or not your magic is all in your mind, right? Because when it comes to, of course, I teach intuitive development and witchcraft practice development, right? Practical witchcraft. And both of them will have some doubt. But today we're going to talk about it on a magical aspect, So when we start out on our practice, there's a lot of foundational learning, right? There's a lot of things that we just have to learn before we can get into the snazzy, sparkly, um, you know, magic of casting spectacular spells, right? You have to get the foundation down. So a lot of times when we're doing things, we know our foundation, but we move into a space of not believing in our own personal ability, because we feel like it must all be in my mind. Am I the only one that perceives this, right? So there's some doubt that comes into it. And that's not a bad thing. Because when we, again, start working out on our witchcraft and our spiritual life, we have to decide for ourselves what we do and don't believe in. Everybody goes through that, whether you're working on a magical path or not, really, right? You go through and decide what it is that you believe in. So doubt is just a part of that process. But with that, when I talk to my students and other witches and people in the magical aspect, doubt can hold a lot of witches back, beginners and seasoned witches alike. One of the more common roadblocks that that I tend to hear about from students and other um, magic makers is that they're unsure if what they felt or experienced in their spell work or in their spirit work is real or if they've quote unquote made it up, right? Is it in my mind? Is it just my imagination? And I totally get that. I understand the concern. We live in a society that tells us that magical abilities and uh, metaphysical things and um, mediumship, right? Connection with spirit and ones that we can't see is part of make-believe. And it's hard to separate ourselves from what we have been taught enough to suspend our belief in the realm of magic. And that's something that is a personal endeavor. That's something that's in the foundation. That's something that we work on in my sister circle community. That's something that is taught in, you know, my discover your intuition and that in that course. And that is because it's hard for us to separate ourselves from things that have been told to us and taught to us that then we adapt as the truth. And that's not only in our magical practice and our intuitive development, but that's just in general life as well, right? Sometimes we feel like shit about ourselves for certain reasons only because somebody else had told us that we weren't good enough in that aspect or we didn't look the right way in that aspect or whatever it was, right? Somebody else told us that and we believed it. So that was a little side tangent, but so the problem is that that belief creates a wall and it halts progress, no matter what it is that you're working on. If you can never be sure if the incredible experience that you had during ritual is real or all in your head, then you'll be constantly holding yourself back, waiting to find the certainty 
that what you're doing is quote unquote real, right? And that causes all kinds of problems with practices such as spirit work, energy work, astral travel, and all a lot of the other practices we use as witches that rely on our extrasensory and imaginative facilities. And yep, you just heard that right. I count your imagination as an important sense and tool within any magical practice. Your mind is your most powerful tool. Hands down, right? The belief that anything created by imagination is fake or not real, and that brings about a result that you're doubting your magic, your abilities, and it puts up that wall and it blocks the aspects that you need to be able to fully work your magic or fully open your intuitive abilities. It holds back how you work your craft and how you can best make use of that most vital tool in your magical practice. That most vital tool, again, being your mind, your imagination. That's it. Imagination is not fake by any means. First things first, let's, you know, let's put that aside, right? The things happening in your imagination are not fake. Sure, it may be all happening in your head, but that doesn't mean that it still isn't having a very real magical effect. Your mind, again, is a powerful thing, and you're inherently plugged into the magical energy of this world. If you perceive a spirit, for example, in your mind's eye rather than using your physical sight, that doesn't mean that the spirit isn't there. In fact, perceiving those subtle energies using physical senses is what intuition is. Your intuition uses your five senses to bring information about your sixth sense. Right? There's only really a handful of witches that I know or people that I know that actually have physical sight of spirit. It's in their mind's eye. Or to, you know, physical hearing with your physical ears of what spirit is saying. It's in their mind's ear, right? We use it that way. That's how the majority of us as mediums sense the spirit information that's coming through and how we perceive it. And that's different for everybody. But that doesn't mean that everything your imagination comes up with is real either. So if you talk to people that have really severe anxiety or invasive thoughts, they're going to tell you that. Making use of the imagination in your magical practice, however, requires you to learn discernment between the types of output that your imagination will give you. Making use of divination or consulting with somebody that's a little bit more experienced than you can help you learn to tell the difference between extrasensory input and the run-of-the-mill anxiety thoughts that everyone's brain comes up with sometimes, right? Sometime or another. We all get carried away watching the horror flick and then thinking that somebody's standing right behind us, right? Or following us up the basement stairs. That was always a big one for me. So when someone comes up to me, contacts me, my students message me and say, I think this is all in my head. Like, how do I know? I always giggle a little bit or maybe cackle a little bit. Everything's in your head, 
right? Your mind is this huge machine, this incredible machine that's taking in so much information and turning it into your reality. Even your personality, you are all in your own head, right? Does that make you fake because your personality exists only inside of your head? I don't think so. Your imagination is no less real than any other part of you. Your mind is your greatest magical tool. I will say it over and over again. If you put someone, put me in an empty room with blank white walls and told me to do magic without a single tool, I could do it using my imagination. Your imagination is the single greatest tool that you have in your magical arsenal. It's the one tool that you can use no matter what is happening, no matter what you have on hand, no matter what ingredients you do or don't have, no matter where you're at, no matter how busy your surroundings are. Recognizing the advantages and that power that your mind, that tool of your mind holds and training it for use within your witchcraft practice is a vital part of growing as a witch, of growing your magical practice. Every part of our lives, our practice, our magic comes originally from the mind. Everything that we manifest comes originally from the mind, right? Everything that's ever been designed comes from the mind and into the physical. Somebody that designed the first, you know, flip-flop, they had the idea in their mind and then created it and made it come into the physical. That's manifesting. So when you design a spell or a ritual yourself, you're using your mind and imagination to create that ritual. So when you visualize imagery in a spell, you're using your imagination to hold that image or sensation in your mind. When you perform energy work, you're using your imagination to move and manipulate energy to suit your purposes. Imagination goes far beyond simple mental visualizations as well. Our imaginations, if you think about it, can really create any sensation that we experience in our day-to-day lives. That means that your imagination can create images, sounds, um, tastes even, physical feelings, and smells. Not everyone's going to have the ability, of course, to produce all those senses using their imagination just from the start. But with training and practice, nearly everyone can create a variety of sensations in their imagination. And that means that in the absence of all tools, all external anything, all the typical toppings of ritual, that means that you can mentally recreate the sensations of magic and doing so, you create magic itself. Right? It's amazing. Like when you think about it that way. So we're all used to using our imagination every day for all kinds of things. We're using our imagination in magical practice, whether you know it or not, every day as well. So with that said, treating your imagination like a tool or a skill to be honed and carefully using it in your magical practice has incredible benefits to your witchcraft as you grow and move along your path. Imagination creates sensation and sensation is the movement of energy. All sensation is a movement of energy inherently, right? That goes beyond even our magical practice. The sensation of warmth is the movement of thermal energy from one place to another. 
The sensation of sound is energy waves traveling through the air and into our ears. So our vision is created by the movement of light photons in our eyes. All sensation is a kind of movement. It's how our bodies interpret the world through these transactions of energy. On a magical level, we use many of these physical sensations to create magical effects. We use music to create changes in our headspace. We use incense and the scent of herbs or spices to create magical effects. We use the light and energy of the candle to move magic and hold intention. Those are all ways of using our physical senses to adjust and manipulate subtle energies to create magical effects. We can do the same thing and move the same energies by using the internal sensations that we create with our imagination. And of course, we all know that visualization is the basis of all of our spells, basically. I'm sure you haven't not noticed that visualization is incredibly common in modern witchcraft. It can be pretty hard to find spells that don't utilize visualization in one way or another. It's a great way to raise energy. Every visualization exercise you do is simply you using your imagination to create the desired result in your mind. Right? And that's why when I say, when you're working on manifesting something and in your spells and when you're raising your energy, make sure you're using all five senses. Because that way you're triggering all the imagination to create those sensations in your mind. And that makes, and that's necessary to move energy in a way that's going to align with your eventual reality. And your imagination is how your mind interprets extrasensory input. Right? So I've talked about how it's used to create sensation and move energy, but but, uh, your imagination is a lot more than that. It's one of the many ways that our minds interpret extrasensory input. So when you see that spirit in your mind's eye, your imagination is responsible for allowing you to do that. It's a, your imagination is what's allowing you to change the colors of the energy that you're working with. If you're working Reiki or aura, right? Like that's how you do it. (laughs) Your imagination is responsible for allowing you to astral travel and perceive what's happening during those travels. If you think of your imagination as a radio or a TV receiving right? Like a receiver, like it's, it's a receiving cable input. The energetic input that these devices are receiving is nothing more than just like bits and pieces of electrical or radio wave data. Without those devices, you have absolutely no way to interpret those signals. Feeding those signals into the correct device, however, allows you to decode those signals into sound or images or whatever it was that makes sense to us. Your imagination is the same way. Our imaginations act like translators, allowing us to perceive the outside sensory energies in a way that makes sense to our minds. So in 
talking about all that then, discounting everything that our imagination comes up with is just absolutely insane, right? Our imaginations are a huge source of extrasensory input, and it's a powerful tool for your witchcraft. So rather than doubting and discounting the information that your imagination is giving you, take a deeper look at it. And how can you use that incredible magical force in your craft? Now, I know some people are going to say, okay, well, when I talk about my intuitive development, and if you've gone through my Discover Your Intuition course, and I talk about how to differentiate between what is your imagination and what is your intuition, that's kind of on a different level. I'm talking here about using your imagination and your magical practice and why people go, well, is it all in my head? It's got to be all in my head because I just imagine it. I just wanted you to realize how real your imagination makes things for you, right? That's all this one was about. Perfect. So I think I went a little bit over my normal time, but that's okay because that's what we're all about, right? So until next week, of course, come and join me in my Facebook group, Living a Magical Life Facebook group. Uh, you can find all the links at witchfulways.com. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.